you thought Tachesis was in the abyss, you're among the clueless of Kryn. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam, and today we're going to talk about Planescape and the Plane of Bator, the Nine Hells. I'd like to take a moment and thank the members of this channel, and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance gaming materials using my affiliate links. I'm referencing the Planescape campaign setting box set and the Planes of Law supplement for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. Published in 1994, Planescape Campaign Setting by David Zeb Cook was an extension of TSR's attempts at expanding Advanced Dungeons & Dragons 2nd Edition via annual boxed sets. This particular setting was inspired by Slade Henson wanting to revamp the manual of the planes from Advanced Dungeons & Dragons for 2nd Edition, but it never really grew legs until the demise of Spelljammer. The game designers at TSR wanted to have players travel the planes. They wanted an actual setting, not just a way to pop into other worlds like Spelljammer offered. It needed a home base, as it were. Hence, Cook created Sigil, the city of doors at the center of the multiverse. While I'm not going into the whole of Planescape as a setting, but rather the Dragonlance connections to it, I will be skipping past Sigil entirely and the vast majority of the planes of existence, focusing today on the plane of Bator, the Nine Hells. According to Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, which Dragonlance came out of, the planes were also a central aligned place, based on Gary Gygax's depiction in the player's handbook and the Manual of the Planes. In the Age of Starbirth, the gods came from beyond, out of chaos, and Reorks created the world. Once the gods created Kryn and dragons, they warred against Tachesis' corruption of them in the All-Dragons War. In the Fallout, after witnessing the chaos, the gods created the Dome of the Heavens, the Hidden Vale, and the Abyss, which they all retreated to. These names were presented when Wizards of the Coast took over the IP and created the third edition of Dungeons & Dragons. So the abstract idea of Tachesis, the Queen of Darkness dwelling in the Abyss, was only referenced in the novels and DLA Dragonlance Adventures. This actually lines up perfectly with the original intent of Dragonlance, to be separate from the other Prime Material worlds, with Paladine or Bahamut and Tachesis or Tiamat being separate entities, rather than aspects or avatars of them. In Planescape, and lesser so with Spelljammer, the TSR team tried their best to unify the Great Cosmic Wheel, and thus when they had to place Tachesis into the new multiverse, which was largely changed as aforementioned from the Advanced Dungeons & Dragons version, they couldn't place her in the Abyss. Why? I suspect because much of the Great Cosmic Wheel is intentionally connected to alignments, which were an important facet of Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. The Queen of Darkness was lawful evil, the Abyss was chaotic evil, and while Cook did his best to maintain elements of Jeff Grubb's Manual of the Planes, he felt the need to change many of the Outer Planes' names away from existing religious nomenclature, and thus changing Tachesis' home was a byproduct of his unification. I mean, even in the Tales of the Lance box set, Tachesis was mentioned as dwelling in the first plane of the Infernal Realms, or Nine Hells, which is not the Abyss. 
As today's video is largely an introduction to Baytor, the Nine Hells, we should mention the Planes of Law was the second Planescape supplement for second edition, which detailed out Baytor in its own splatbook, and it would largely receive the most attention with adventures like Fires from Dis in 1995 and Guide to Hell in 1999. So what is Baytor, and in which of the nine layers does Tachesis dwell? Let's take a look. Baytor has an infinite number of names. The Big One, the Nine Hells, a Pit of Darkness, the Stinking Mire, etc. It's clearly based on Dante's Inferno from his Divine Comedy and the Catholic view of Hell, just with a different name. It's home to the Beta Zoo, famously pictured as the Pit Fiend. The most vile of petitioners consigned here are transformed into larvae, suffering endlessly at the hands of the Beta Zoo. Their only hope is to one day advance and become a torturer themselves. As mentioned, there are nine hells, or nine layers. While the Tales of the Lance box set claims Tachesis dwells in the first plane or layer, Planescape clearly places her there as well, but as a watchdog of the second layer. But we'll get to that shortly. The first layer is Avernus. It is a rocky wasteland with a dark red and starless sky. Sound familiar? The similarity to the Dragonlance novel's version of the Abyss ends there, however. It contains spheres that weave and flare into explosions which illuminate the landscape. It's filled with savage legions led by Bell, a pit fiend. The river Styx flows through this lair, and Tiamat, the Queen of Darkness, guards the entrance to the next lair. But before we get to the second lair, called Dis, let's address the elephant, or queen, in the room, shall we? As mentioned, the original Dragonlance design team wanted to keep Tachesis and Tiamat separate, so any metaplots or events that happen in and out of the Dragonlance campaign setting wouldn't affect the story. Cook did a great job of maintaining that connection by making some abstract claims in the Plains of Law Bator Splatbook. He posited the conundrum of Tachesis and Tiamat being awfully similar, but some assert that Tachesis and Tiamat, other than their appearance, are completely different, as night and day, as he puts it. Tiamat is a glorified watchdog in the second layer of Bator, while Tachesis is revered as a greater power. This presents Tiamat as merely a reflection of Tachesis, but leaves it open so that no one really knows. I like this view, leaving it up to the game table rather than throwing down the gauntlet and flat out either elevating Tiamat, a watchdog, to godly levels, or dragging down Tachesis, denigrating her entirely. Returning to the nine levels, Dis is the second layer. It features an iron city with smoking black walls with the same name. The ash-green sky looms over narrow streets, and the petitioners work endlessly at tearing down and building up its structures. Their flesh burns and their screams echo across the city as they toil without tools. Its archduke rules from a tower of lead and stone. Mineros is the third layer. It's known as the layer of greed, with foul rain, oil sleet, and razor-sharp hail. The only city is Mineros, amidst the volcanic glass landscape. It's built of black stone. Fiends drive petitioners onto the bog for rare stone who drag up diseased bodies. The fourth layer is Philegathos, the legendary realm of fire. It's filled with volcanoes and appears much like the plain of fire. The only city, Abrimoch, is built on the caldera of an extinct volcano. Stygia is the fifth layer and known as the Realm of Ice. It is a great frozen sea, save where the river Styx passes through. 
Lightning scores the sky above the ice-crusted city of Tantlin, perched on a great ice floe. Malbolge, the sixth layer, is a massive rockfall. Travelers must scale its massive boulders or tunnels carved from wind. The sky is filled with red-colored steam above a series of copper-clad fortresses. The seventh layer is Maladimini, known as the Plain of Ruins. Its mining pits, slag heaps, and brackish canals are remnants of the building of its cities upon cities. Malagard, its newest, stands above its surface. Cania is the eighth layer, and it's worse than Stygia. It's much like the Plain of Ice, with massive glaciers and jagged mountains. The citadel of Mephistar overlooks the glacier of Nargus. The last and final layer of Bator is Nessus. In the deepest trench sits the overlord's citadel. Unmapped and undescribed, it stands on the shore of a lake of fluid ice, feeding the river Lath. It is a realm of the most extreme elements. I may delve deeper into different layers of Bator and its denizens, but for now, that is all I have to say about Bator, the Nine Hells. Do you like how D&D cosmology changed in 2nd edition? Do you think Tachesis is Tiamat? And finally, have you ever taken a group into the plains? Leave a comment below. I'd like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga. Until next time, remember, like the view, it's all yours for a small price.